Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hey, y'all. Just wanted to drop in real quick and let you know that Agent Systems 101 is currently available. I am so excited to join you on this journey from overwhelmed to in control. We are going to spend six weeks together getting all of our systems in place. I will be your cheerleader and your accountability partner. I'll be available for questions and we're really going to achieve something that's going to give you your time back, give you your confidence if you're not quite there yet, and really impact how consistent your businesses, repeatable results that you can give your clients. It's just really going to make you treat your business like a business and it's going to be fun at the same time. I have an awesome review from a previous student that I wanted to share with you guys. If you are looking to streamline your business and take your communication and organization to the next level, I would highly recommend this course. The resources that you receive and the ideas to make your business more professional are a game changer. That's right, people. It is my biggest passion. I love being able to make realtors more professional, and this is going to do it for you. You do not have to reinvent the wheel every time you get a new buyer or seller. It's just going to flow so easily. I'm really excited to do this with you. So please come and join me for Agent Systems 101. It is available through September 20th, and we're going to start on our lesson September 21st. I'm really excited to see you guys there. Talk to you soon. This is the Mindset Meltdown. This is my favorite episode and I like the title and it's my favorite number. So three, we're all good. We feel like it goes perfectly with the first two. Yes, it's it's a series, I would say. Kind of like a series. The perfect ending to this series we're coming out of. Perfect ending. So talking about mindset, the number one thing that Katie and I were talking about the most was comparison. Oh, yes. Comparison. It's the thief of joy. It is. Who said that? I think it's like Proverbs. Yes, there you go. (laughs) It is. It is the thief of joy. I mean, it's true. We didn't intend to say that, but it is true. And how do you not compare yourselves in an industry that is constantly ranking you? This is where I'm still struggling and working and trying. I don't have the answer. Right. We are not here to preach to you. We are here to tell you that we don't have the answers either and that we have areas that we struggle with mindset and we want you to feel not alone and we want to hear about your struggles with mindset. Yes. And we're going to try to talk about how we overcome these things and stay positive, Yes, but also our weaknesses. Well, we need to maybe be cheerleaders for each other. Yeah. I I hate when people say the, the term lift you up, like lift others up, although that sort of is what we're talking about here. Right. I mean... We have to be helpful to each other. Yeah. So I think that's what we're aiming for. Perfect. Comparison. I I don't really have anything else like 
So you struggle with comparing yourself to others. I am, I'm Ricky Bobby. If you're not first, you're last. Mm -hmm. So I just, I never feel like I'm at the top because I mean, well, how many realtors? 2,300 did a transaction. <laughs> it's really tough to be in the top, you know, even though I think in my mind when I try to set this right, I tell myself there are 2,200 realtors below me who are like, I wish I could just get up right. there. So right. it, it's all relative to where you are and where you want to be. And I'm trying to train myself to to pick my goals and just focus on them alone. Yeah. And I think the problem with the industry is that it's set up for you to know what everyone else is doing. Right. All of the time. It's right. set up for award ceremonies and, you know, plaques and, you know, numbers. And it, it's not, um, it's not set up for you to, is, to keep that quiet. Like, even if I didn't want to receive an award, my office has the award ceremony and I go and I, and I get it. And, and yeah. so the comparison is constantly happening because they give the awards for volume, most listings, most, you know, buyers, whatever they are, they're all ranked one, two, three, four, five, you know? Right. So that's, that's really where I'm at. Like, I just struggle with Knowing so in your office, is. you fall in the top two or three? Like Typically in the top, yeah, in the top three. Right okay. now, right now I'm number one. Oh. And I wish I didn't know that. That's my whole point. Like, <laughs> why do I even know that? So I think that's where the struggle is. Like, we all seem like we know and maybe focus on a little bit too much. And that's when my mindset gets a little wonky. Yeah. And I actually, you want me to do one of my quotes? Because. Yeah. So we picked out some of our favorite motivational quotes. Well, before we get there, let's just talk about, I, I got the definition of mindset because it's sort of like a, yeah, what does that even mean? Popular word. Yeah. The established set of attitudes held by someone. I love that it refers back to attitude and it's held by someone, not everyone oh. or the collective. Yeah. It, you're in total control of that. Right. Which is nice. Your mindset is given to you by you. And, yeah. But the, we get into a funk when we let other people determine what our mindset is. Oh, yes. And it really takes practice hmm. to control your own mindset. And it's something that I just find super interesting. So I've always, from very early on in my real estate career, been very mindset focused and tried, you know, I'd have vision boards and I have, you know, mission statements and I have, you know, affirmations and things that just I can repeat in my mind because that works for me and, and kind of sets me right. Like when yeah. I'm getting off the path. Um, but I really liked this one particular quote, which kind of plays into the comparison thing we're talking about. Success is liking yourself, liking what you do and liking how you do it. That's good. That's Maya Angelou. Yeah. And I think that if I can stay on that, that success isn't a number based on volume or transactions, that it's based on how I feel, then I can like kind of write that ship. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think the area that I struggle with in mindset is like I've made it to the top and now I feel this huge pressure to stay there. Yes. And I feel like people are watching me and there are people out there that are like, oh, I think I'm even going to beat you this year. And I'm like, why do you even have to say that? I mean, right. good for you, but why does it have to involve telling me that you're putting me down in the process? Right. So sometimes I have a defensive mindset. Okay. And I feel like I'm constantly having to say, 
I earned what I have. It wasn't handed to me. I work really hard. Stop trying to figure it out and make make up reasons well, why. When, you know, three people a week want to have coffee to find out the secret. Right. It kind of gets you. You are. Defensive. <laughs> you have to be defensive. <laughs> right. And so sometimes I have to watch myself and be like, who cares? Right. Like, I have to ask myself that a good bit because... I do struggle with being sucked into what people think. You know that just from doing this podcast with me, because one of my fears is like, what if we offend somebody? What if we say something somebody doesn't like? And it's like, that doesn't matter. Right. That's life. Right. (laughs) We're not bad people and we're not intentionally going to try to offend someone. No, no. This isn't a roasting podcast. No. But some of our views are going to be different and that's okay. We're not here to necessarily appeal to every single person. Right. It's just a discussion. But it is hard to keep your mindset right in your case, especially when people are trying to tear you down to make their building taller. So yes, instead of just building their building taller, they're trying to make your building smaller. It happens. Right. Like I know it's very difficult. And I'm also really hard on myself. Okay. So sometimes I'm just like, Alyssa, you're not doing enough. (laughs) <laughs> I, I find that to be hilarious. I don't mean enough business. I mean, um, for example, I go to this mastermind group mm-hmm. and every week they have a new topic and right. every week I leave there going, I'm not a good realtor. Oh God. Because they're like doing all these self videos and drone photography and these crazy newsletters. I don't have a newsletter. Um, they, they're doing all these fancy things. Right. They're like sometimes when I watch you comparison, okay, like on Instagram with all your stories and, and like you're so good at that. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I need to step it up here. Like there's everywhere you look, you can compare yourself to someone. Well, that's the problem. It's very easy to do it and get yes. stuck in that in that lane where you're just comparing you're in the mastermind group because they want to learn from you. And and you're, you're probably doing more volume than most of the people in the mastermind. And yet you're leaving the mastermind feeling like a fraud, like, right. Like the comparison got in your head. Yes. And you're not a fraud. Right. But sometimes it's, that's, that's where my, that's where my mindset goes when I'm in mindset meltdown. Yes. That's where I go when I'm struggling. I'm like, you're not good enough. You're not doing enough. You should be doing more for the volume that you're doing. You should be more, um, what do you call it? Automated. You should have more systems. You should have more assistance. You should, you should, you should, you should. should. And it just overwhelms me. Right. How do you get out of that? Okay, so I go for a drive with my windows rolled down. In the in the heat? In the heat. <laughs> it's funny because sometimes I'll come home and and my husband will go, you smell like outside. Shut up. And he, he knows that when I do that. You're, you're having a moment? I'm ha- I was having a moment and I had to go for a drive with the windows rolled down. And as long as you keep going, the heat doesn't bother okay, you. Okay, I want to hear more. Is there music? Are you screaming? Like, what are you doing? No, I don't, I'm not really a big screamer, but there is usually maybe some music, maybe a podcast. Um, and okay, so for those of you not in Baton Rouge, we have the Mississippi River Bridge. Yes, you go over the bridge. I drive over it. <gasps> And it, I, it's like a reset button. It's like a reset button. Oh my gosh. I am loving this. I drive over it 
Sometimes for five minutes, sometimes for an hour. Like back and forth, back and forth? Just No, just one time. <clears throat> Once I have gone far enough, I turn around and come back. And when I get home, I'm like a new person. I'm like totally level-headed. Wow. It's like I'm physically, literally driving away uh-huh. from it all. And literally, I've said literally like so many times, but... I will get off. I will go over the bridge and get off at the first exit sometimes okay. and turn around and come you're home. like, that was enough. There have been times where I have driven to Lafayette. And you're like, I'm not fixed. I'm not fixed. How do you know when you're fixed? When do you turn around? I just get this Like it moment. clicks? It clicks. You're looking for some sort of clarity or peace or... Yes. Okay. Just something that lets me know, okay, I'm fine now. <laughs> oh, wow. I just need my space. Yes. And um, it makes me feel like I have physically left where I was. Well, because the only voice you're right, the only voice you're hearing at that point is yours. Yeah, and that's when it gets easier, right? But the problem is that when you hear the other voices, right, right. I think we all have people in our life that will keep telling us who's number one, whether or not we want to know who it is. Yeah, or just the situation in general, or just the industry in general. Like something is going to creep in you and it's very hard to block out those voices right oh that's very interesting in 2017 I was having my record year okay and it was maybe October or November and our office secretary came up to me and said Alyssa did you know that you're gonna be number one this year as of right now and I'm like no I didn't know that and I was so happy with my year. Right. And now I feel stressed. Because you didn't want to. Because I have two months left. Like, I got to live up to this. Right. Like, I'm so close. What if I don't make it? Or like, why did you tell me that? But also, like, who are you fending (laughs) off and what difference does it make? Exactly. None. None Makes no difference. Because (laughs) I laugh when I get really comparison focused. My office is very small. So how many agents are in your office? Gosh, I don't know. I would butcher it if I pretended to know. Okay. Hundreds, like 200. Oh, okay, fine. There's about 20 in mine. Okay. So whenever, let's just say, for instance, right now, I'm number one. I just automatically discount that in my mind to like, well, I'm only in this tiny little office. So you finally get to where you want to be. It's never and good you, enough. And you're like, it's not good enough. Because my mindset is messed up. And so I've just, I'm trying to resign myself to it completely and be like, I know my mindset is broken on this. I know that I am never going to be okay with comparison. I know that knowing the ranking is never going to be good for me. And I have to find a way to turn that off. And I haven't found it yet. You and haven't I'm, found it yet. I'm working on it. I feel like even just talking about it out loud on a public platform. Right. That'll be fun. <laughs> Admitting it is step one. Yes, you know? it is. Right. <laughs> We're go podcast therapy. This is podcast so, therapy. So yeah, you guys today. are really witnessing podcast therapy. Right. Because we're not here with the answers. We don't have the answers. We don't. If have... you have the answers, would you please email us? Oh, that would be at great. Hustle humbly podcast. Yes, at, at gmail. gmail.com. That would be great. We need the answers. If you have the answers, send them. We'll read them to okay, our listeners. So we know how you do a mindset reset. Yes. Do you have any ways that you keep positive in general? Okay. So one thing that I discovered was while I was growing. I was, I'm a very, I am a people person. Okay. So I'm very social. I do thrive off of other people's energy. Okay. So I love the coffee dates. I would ask people above me to go on coffee dates. Well, then you find yourself where you finally made it to the top in your 
ecosystem. <laughs> You're like, who do I go to now? Who do I go to? So I started serving at the state level okay. for the Louisiana Realtors Association. Okay. And then I met people bigger than me. Okay, good. And that was cool. Right. And then our company also does a top 30. So my company is in the Gulf South. Okay. We're not nationwide, but we're in the Gulf South. And they do a top 30 trip every year. Okay. I think this year will be my fifth year to go. But it's pretty consistently the same Same top 30 people. And those people have become such inspirations to me. Like, um, I have a really good friend in Mandeville who is consistently there. And I talked to her on the phone this week for like 45 minutes. And she has inspired me to set a goal to buy a beach condo for my family. Oh, fun. And as investment property. But it's like, it's cool because... I can talk to someone above me about these things and it just helps me not feel alone. It gives me some solidarity in where I'm at. And so I think that once you feel like you're struggling to find people that bring you up, you may have to expand. Yes. You may have to get outside of your bubble, get outside of your bubble, but also, you know, be sure that you're reaching out to people locally where you are. Yes. I went on a podcast a few years ago, um, Pat Hyben. Yes, I listened to Pat Hyben. Okay, so I was on his podcast. I think I listened to that episode. Yeah? Because I like to hear what you have to say because I feel like your insight is especially interesting to me being in the same market. Right, right. It's it's easier to relate with the same market, you know? I think because we think that the markets are all different. Right, but they're not But the overall culture and the job is the same different market like housing wise and numbers wise but same mindset problems yes everywhere same same problems okay so you're on the podcast i was on the podcast and after the podcast that's when i started getting phone calls oh and um yeah so i got i didn't get like dozens you know but i got a handful of phone calls from people around the country that heard the podcast and they wanted Some just wanted to say, hey, I heard you on the podcast. I had a quick question. Okay. Some were like, hey, I heard you on the podcast. Great job. Okay. If you ever need a realtor here. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Smart. Good for them. Smart people. Yeah. Hustling out there. Um, So I thought, you know, maybe I need to expand my, my reach. Oh, one thing I thought was interesting is I recently posted in my story on Instagram. Thanks to Katie. So proud. She showed me how to do that. I'm like an old soul millennial. Right. I should know these things, but they do not come naturally. I've been an old soul my whole life. But I posted a picture that I was Googling how to Instagram story. Oh, right. And a girl that, okay, so... 2016 or 2015, I was in the National Association of Realtors magazine 30 under 30. Right. So the class of 30. Yes. We don't have as much of a camaraderie as you would think we would. Like I've maybe became friends with some of those people. Okay. But one girl that was in my class replied to the story. Okay. And I have never really communicated with her. Okay. On social media. What did she say? She said, you got this. (gasps) And I responded and I was like, thanks. Like it was really encouraging. And I followed her and now, and she's following me and we have this like 
camaraderie. Okay, this we'll get to this in our Instagram social media episode, but it really is a great place to reset your mindset. Go find people that you like on Instagram, Facebook, whatever your platform is that you enjoy and go say something nice to them. Go and follow. See how many people come to you and start saying nice things to you and you start having a positive non-competitive relationship because when you seek people out outside of your market, mm-hmm. you really eliminate that competition part. Right. You're not going to compare yourself to someone who's in California with an average sale price no. of a million dollars no. per house. And it's so just... the, the relationships are even probably going to somewhere like Mandeville. It's not far away where you have your friend. Yeah. We're if not in competition, direct competition. If you can find someone or some people to that are outside of your market to relate to, I think that probably would help with your mindset. It does. It helps with mine for sure. Yeah. I found a few that really have become friends and through the internet. That's awesome. It's nice. Hello, friends. Hi, y'all. Our template course has launched. It's out there. And we have been getting some really positive feedback. Yes. I have some great feedback I wanted to share with you guys. Um, We had one purchaser say, thank you for these templates. As a new agent, I feel it would have taken me years to create these on my own. That's awesome. I know. It's so great. And then I had, these are so incredibly helpful. What a great investment. Thank you for your time and efforts putting these together. I think that... You guys, this is the answer to saving yourself some time. It it helps you put systems in place. It keeps you professional. It keeps you consistent. It just makes everything run so much smoother. So much smoother. You're never going to forget to tell somebody something. No, because this it's covers, all there. It's all there. And you're going to edit it to make it sound like your voice if you'd like. And it's going to be perfect for your business. Yeah. So go check out our template course. Yes. At hustlehumblypodcast.com. Perfect. Okay. Enjoy. Enjoy. Bye. Yeah. Okay. What else do you have in your quotes? Do you have another good one? You can do anything, but not everything. Oh my gosh. I remember (laughs) and I've heard this one before. I try to tell myself this when I fuss at myself for not having a newsletter and for not delivering Christmas pies to all 600 of my past clients. Whoa. And for not handwriting, you know, hundreds of letters a week. Anytime that I find myself just really weighed down on things that maybe I could be doing extra, just extra things, I listen. I say, you can't do it all. No, you can so. You can do anything, but not everything. Right. Because the problem in real estate and probably in any entrepreneurial endeavor, any business, there's so much more you can always be doing. Right. And maybe that has something to do with our personality type, though. I feel drawn to try and do as much of it as I can. Right. Like, what else can I be doing? What else can I, how can I add value to my clients? How can I reach out to different people? It's hard. And I have to tell y'all, when we were getting ready for this episode, and I was talking to Katie about quotes, and she pulls out like a legit vision board. Oh, yeah, y'all. So if you are listening to our podcast, we are showing our people on YouTube Katie's okay. vision board. I, I, am I in the frame? I'm yep, good. You're good. Okay, so you guys, that's the new one. I just finished it like a week ago. And I mean, it really is a super fun activity, but I'm going to show you the old one because I, I kept it because I'm nostalgic like that. This is the old one. I did that one probably when I was two to three years into the business. And I filled the board with all kinds of things that 
I just wanted to focus on it. I really feel like I stumbled on, you know, I love a webinar. I love, it might've been a webinar. I love an online class. I love a class in person, but I stumbled onto something about mindset that was a class. And they talked about vision boards and affirmations. And some people probably think it sounds hokey, but really if you choose to focus on things that are good and positive, it makes this huge difference. So I made that board on the backside early on. And it's been probably 10, over 10 years since I did it. And I just did another one because I'm trying to, I mean, you're always working on your mindset or at least you should be. Um, So that's one of the ways that I kind of keep it. I was very impressed just by the clear focus. It's very intentional. It has to be very intentional. Well, that's a good point. Any type of mindset work has to be intentional. Like, what are you, what is your goal? It's not the same as mine. It's not the same as yours. Mm -hmm. And so you really have to figure out what your goals are. And that kind of brings us to goals. Do you write your goals down? Do you want to talk about Uh, this? Okay. So again, this is not the podcast where we have it all figured out because the correct answer is yes, I have a business plan and I have all my goals written down and it's very clear. And I used to, and I would say I... I don't, I don't. How long before you were too busy to do it? Um, I started, instead of doing goals, I do a year-end evaluation. Okay. And so you see what you've done. I see what I've done, where it came from, where can I improve, how can I get better for next year? Okay. But I don't pick a number. I was going to say, is improving for you changing how things are going as opposed to changing the number of transactions because it doesn't feel like you're at a place where you need more. My husband is really big into like coaching mindset and always bettering yourself. He's, he's very into mindset. It is cool. And one thing he always said is that you don't focus on the end result you, you focus on, on, on the process, on the process okay. and the end result happens. Oh. So if I make it my goal to communicate with my sellers more frequently, next thing you know, I'm getting more and more listings right? because my sellers are happier and they are referring more business to me. Okay. I like it. So if you focus on a part of the bettering, a part of the process, yes. the end goal just happens. This is just like focusing on your sphere and making those relationships grow. Yes. And at the end of the year, regardless of if the numbers are, I mean, obviously, if they're significantly lower, you have a problem. Right. But if they are, or sometimes the goal may be the same number. Yes. But to work more efficiently. Okay. So as long as I can maintain that number, but maybe work a little bit less. Reduce your hours. Reduce my hours by working smarter. Um then that could be. Okay. So all of that being said, I do think that a business plan is a good thing. Absolutely. I have gotten to a point in my business where consistency has become, I'm sort of on autopilot. Right. So that's when I switched to the year-end evaluation of everything. Sure. I do think that I should go back to writing things down. On a day-to-day basis, I have to write down everything. Right. Like I have daily to-do lists. I have to set up reminders and all of that. So it only makes sense that I should be writing down. Sure. Goals. I write mine down. So for accountability purposes and our podcast therapy, (laughs) right? we've learned today, I'm going to try to write down some hard goals. Okay. I think writing down your goals also is a little bit 
tougher if you sort of feel like you're at a good place. Goal right. setting a lot of times is when you're trying to move your business upwards or move right. the needle in a different way. So if it's going fine, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's blasphemy, Katie. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I think, I think goals are good. The culture says it's never good enough. You have to have a business plan. You have to have goals and higher goals. It's not okay to be happy where you are. It's okay to be happy where you are. But I kind of, that's kind of where I'm at right now. At this stage of life, I'm kind of happy where I am. I want to maintain. Okay. So I'm in autopilot. However, I think you can always be working smarter and just cleaning up your efforts. Absolutely. So one quote that I had written down was, be proud of how hard you are trying. Oh, that's good. Because those are the nights that I sleep better, right? When I know that I did what I was supposed to that day, I can sleep good. Yes. When I know I didn't, and there were things that I wasn't very productive on and very efficient on... Those are the nights that I lose sleep and okay. I'm like anxious. Right. And that's not a good mindset to be no. in. You wake up the next day and drive across the bridge. Yeah. No. <laughs> that bridge driving probably happens only two or three times a year. Okay. So when things compound. Yes. And your mindset's way off. Right. Okay. But I like it. It's mm-hmm. a way to get back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I had a couple of other ones. You, If you are always trying to be normal... You will never know how amazing you can be. Oh, that's good. Isn't that good? Yeah. So don't don't march someone else's, what do they say? Give me a, to the beat of someone else's drum. Right. Don't, don't march to the beat of someone else's drum right. when you're your own person. Yeah. If you lean into who you are, you'll find more success. Right. Or at least that's what I And found. I think that's where all this mindset frustration comes in is that, you go back to comparison. You're looking what other people are doing. Yep. You're saying, I should be doing that, but I'm not naturally good at that. I'm naturally good at this. Right. And if you try to force something that isn't there, it just leads to frustration and mindset meltdown. Probably the biggest part is figuring out who you are. Right. And being confused about who that is and what you are good at. And it's something you're probably not going to get in a personality test. Yes. And you never arrive. No, you're always evolving. Your business is evolving. I know I'm like at a point where in my business, I'm really wanting to like totally revamp all my systems, everything just to, just to upgrade from where I started because of the volume. And that's daunting. Yes. Because it's hard to find time for that. Yeah. It's overwhelming. It is. And then it messes with your mind. It does. And then you just say, forget it. Forget it. I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to do that right now. It's too hard. Which leads me to my next quote. Oh, let's hear it. It's a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. Well, that's true. Very true. So many good quotes about success and quitting and (laughs) not quitting. Patience. I mean, that's really patience. Right. But I think that is part of the problem when you're new, old, I mean, wanting to move your business. It's you have to be patient. You have to put the system in place and give it time to actually work. So you can't just try it for a month and then give it up. Right. You got to like really I think give one it of my time. So I have always had success with open houses. Okay. Um, I get clients from it. It helps me form relationships. Where else are you going to be where a potential buyer walks in and sees you face to face? Right. So I have had success with them. I like them. It annoys me when people say, well, I did, you know, two open houses and nothing happened. Right. How often do you do them or did you do them in the beginning? In the beginning, it was every Sunday. Yeah. 
Um, now it's almost every Sunday. Yeah. Um, I, I use it as a time to reset my mindset. <laughs> right. Because if I always bring things to do to an open house. So my computer is with me or a book or whatever I have at that time. If I need to handwrite letters, they come with me. So that way I have two hours to just reset, prepare for the week. If nobody comes, I was very productive. Yep. If people come, I got to meet people between being productive. Right. So it just works out. And then after the open house, I'm like, okay, I can, I'm ready to conquer the week. I'm organized. Yeah. And it's, it's good to go. I also think that open houses are sort of no pressure ways to practice talking to people. Oh, for sure. Because they're going to come and they're going to go and they might be neighbors and they might be buyers, but it's really no harm, no foul if you don't make that connection with every single person that comes into your open house. I remember my first open house, I had memorized the living area and the bedrooms and all the basics. Right. And then someone walks in and goes, how old's the roof? And I was like, crap. (laughs) I don't know that one. (laughs) I have no idea. (gasps) So open house number two, I know the roof. I know all of that. And they're like, is this a flood zone? I'm like, crap. I don't know that. By open house number five, you had I all, had all the answers. And they didn't ask anything. They didn't ask anything. <laughs> exactly. Like, I knew it all. I was ready. But but being prepared right. will set your mind right, too, I because that's going to help your confidence. Oh, for sure. Every yeah. time that you learn another thing you knew, I'm not going to look dumb when they ask me for the roof age. I know it. I'm prepared. And then I just mastered the... I'll look into that and get back to you. Yes. It's okay not to know everything. I don't know. I don't know. I can find out. But I had to master that. Like, it my, took practice. Oh, my favorite is I can find out. I can find out. I can find out. Let me find out for you. I like it. And then it looks like you're doing something. Yeah. Like, because you are. you yeah. got to find out. Right. All right. What else do I have? Oh, this is my one of my favorites. This one's Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And this one... We, really does play into this in a big way and it really is important to me and I go back to it and I refer to it you are as happy as you make up your mind to be that's good I know to go with that one I have whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right you're right those two go hand in hand Right. So if you have someone in your life that's giving you positive feedback and positive messages, call them, text them, go see them, take them to coffee. Mm-hmm. Whoever's your biggest cheerleader, that should be your number one coffee if you're especially in a mindset funk. And speaking of cheerleaders, I just sat at my mastermind. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had the topic this month was on open houses. Okay. And we had Laura Buck Smith with Team Smith come and talk about open houses because they host several a weekend. And she was saying how it's all about mindset. Okay. And how, and and there's a new agent in my office that I was like, she needs to come because she's been doing open houses and you only coach, you can only coach so much. Right. You know? And so I made her come too. And the biggest thing that Laura talked about was going into it with the right mindset. Right. People are going to sign the sheet. Yeah. People do like me. Yeah. I like yes. that. You know, like just, I like people. Whereas the average new agent goes into it being like, oh, nobody wants to sign this sheet. Oh, no, no, no. Nobody's going to show up. And she, nobody's going to come. Uh, well, if nobody comes, are you going to be prepared to be productive? Right. Like, are you... You That's know, a mindset thing right it, there. It is. Being prepared to be productive. Right. Yeah. 
And the new agent even said, sometimes when they're signing the sheet and I see them kind of hesitate at the email, I, I just jump in and say, oh, you don't have to do that part. And it's like, no. Just let them do it. Let them be confident. And yes. It's like discounting your commission before they even ask. Before they even ask. And it just, that's a mindset thing because as a new agent, she is scared to even ask. Right. For it. For the email. Yes. Yeah. It's tough. That is totally a mindset thing. So it was just interesting that one of my favorite ones, uh, <laughs> affirmations for mindset when, cause sometimes I don't like to call. I mean, I, I don't, even my past clients, sometimes I feel nervous about making the call. And then you just have to say, people want to hear from me. Yeah. I mean, you're not calling to do like deliver bad news. Right. Just say, hi, how's it going? Mm -hmm. What's up? People want to hear from me. People want to hear from me. That's good. Yeah. It's very simple. Mm -hmm. Fixing your mindset can be pretty simple. Like affirmations don't have to be long or complicated. And I had showed you earlier, I have a whole sheet of them. Like whenever I'm feeling in a funk or I've had some sort of limiting belief, I try to get a good affirmation that would help me out of that. And I did that whenever I was doing the vision board early on. So do you just read them? Do you memorize them? Do you say them in the Look, mirror? I'm not going to, I don't, I don't do them in the mirror. Although they do say that's good. I, I don't know. I guess I just feel weird, but I say them over and over again in my mind. That's good. All the time. My default blank space. Like if I'm just, I have several that I repeat daily, hourly. See, like, I probably need to implement something like that. If you've got something that's really a thorn in your side, like something you're really trying to get away from. I mean, competition has been like a big focus for me this year and trying to get out of that comparison and competition. So mm-hmm. I have a few that I try to say yeah, to get me there where I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it just goes to show that you have to take ownership of what you're thinking Yep, and hold yourself accountable for it mm-hmm. and not make excuses about it. Yep. And not have lunch with friends that just amplify it and you have yeah. this big pity party and then next thing you know, it's just way blown out of proportion. Right. You actually need to have accountability for yourself and have a plan in place to overcome your mindset. Yep. Gary Vee is always saying to remove the negative people and add in a positive person. So like subtract or just lessen. What if it's your mom? Like what if the person who's negative is someone you can't get rid of? Just lessen that contact, but add in someone who's got constant positive messages. Yeah. I think that's an easy thing to do. It is. You have any more? Um, I do. I think the last one is the one that I have founded my business on. Ooh, let's hear it. You earn more business in two months by becoming interested in other people than you will in two years trying to get other people interested in you. Oh, yes. I think that goes back to when I was a new agent and my broker said the number one thing she wanted me to do first was to find two groups to join. Okay. So she made, she wanted us to join two groups. The biggest thing at the lunch, like you can't just sneak into lunch and then sneak out. Right. You may as well not be in the group and it's just been a waste of time. Okay. She's always a big advocate of asking other people for their business cards. Oh. Instead of being like, here's my business card. Here's, and then people are like, "Uh," but saying, do you have a business card? A lot of people don't. And then you say, well, no problem. Here's mine. Shoot me an email. So I have your contact information. Oh, Okay. So then it's like, you you weren't being pushy. Right, you weren't. You weren't saying it's all about me, me, me. Yep. Here's my business card. 
And then you've just made a connection with somebody and they will likely email you because you asked them to. So you will have their contact information. I like it. So wrapping up the podcast today, we're going to do our toast. We are going to do our toast. So we're going to toast to the people that motivate us via podcast. Yes, we love a podcast. And there are so many positive messages, which are good for your positive mindset out there in the podcast world. And uh, the one that I really love and get so much good positivity from is Gary V. So you can go check out the Gary V. audio experience. And I'm going to toast to Jenna Kutcher on the Gold Digger podcast. Oh, yeah. we lo- And look, that's how we learn so much about podcasts. It is. Yeah. I listen to her in the car all the time. Yeah. It's good Why stuff. waste time listening to music when you could be bettering your mindset? That's right. So fill it with good stuff. So cheers toast. to Jenna. Cheers to Gary. Gary. Yay. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.